You're listening to Seattle Real Estate Podcast. A Richmond, Virginia attorney, employment attorney, discusses Biden's vaccine mandate. That's what we're talking about today. Last week, you've got over 100 employees. We're going to mandate that your employees be vaccinated. That's what we're talking about today here in the Seattle Real Estate Podcast. All right, before we jump on in, if you're new, my name is Sean Reynolds. I own a couple of real estate companies and I read the news. I give a perspective from a business guy. All right, that's that's if that's what you want. So, you know, here we go. All right, awkward, right? Okay, since late last week, Karen Michael says local businesses she consults have been reaching out with concerns surrounding President Biden's order that companies with more than 100 employees will require a COVID-19 vaccine as part of employment. Hmm. Yeah. When I heard this, I was like, well, it doesn't surprise me, but there's no way that's not going to face some legal challenges. I mean, is, is this even right? All right. You got you got more than 100 people. All of them got to be vaccinated. How many businesses are you going to have out there that just aren't going to comply? Probably a lot. I keep hearing of, you know, mandates here in our state that are going to maybe come up like restaurants requiring some kind of vaccination passport to have people sitting inside. People outside, oh, in the winter, in Seattle, in the rain and cold, you guys are okay out there. You, you know, the non-vaxxed people, you go there. Vax people, you can come on inside where it's nice and warm. Again, how many restaurants are just going to go, mm, yeah, that, that whole mandate thing? Ah, you know, if you show us some kind of piece of paper, we'll probably let you in. But we're also talking about, you know, having some kind of passport deal, maybe an app on your phone, like other countries have already done, that you hold up and scan in. So, or your state can know exactly where you are, what restaurants you're frequenting. Are you going to, you know, places that are checking whether people are vaccinated or not? That's kind of the next phase that we're entering here, aren't we? Yeah. It's crazy times. I mean, this is, this is wild stuff over COVID-19. It just, uh, mind blowing. The order undoubtedly faces legal challenges, but the final language of it is yet to be published. It's just been made known, right? Biden got up and said, ah, this is what we're doing. I've been inundated with employers concerned about President Biden's announcement, said Michael, who is a Richmond-based employment law attorney and author. The executive order directs OSHA to draft an emergency requiring all employers with at least, I think that's an emergency draft, um, emergency draft requiring all employers with at least 100 employees to make sure their workforce is fully vaccinated or require unvaccinated workers to get a negative test at least once a week. I know people here, um, I've, I've, I've had the conversation with people I know that, um, you know, work at companies with over a hundred employees and their employees have told them and they're not vaccinated and their employer employers have told them, yeah, testing is going to be on you and it actually might cost you something. Have you noticed that a lot of the testing centers? Yeah. Limited hours or they're no longer there. Or, yeah. Just get tested. That whole thing has kind of been tabled, hasn't it? It's all gone to get the vaccination. 
Hmm, that's the big push, right? OSHA will issue an emergency temporary standard. So an emergency temporary standard to introduce the vaccine requirement. I've heard a lot of people say, hey, since 1851, it's been mandated that you get, you know, get the shot for measles or mumps, you know, and I'm totally making up dates and, and vaccinations. The issue I have is that these vaccines, they've only been around for a little while and we just rushed them out. Haven't really had much time to kind of figure out long-term effects. Do you want to be sticking that in your body? I believe that should be a personal choice. And if you want to do it, all right, that's your call. But don't make the rest of us do it. Don't make the rest of us do it just because. Because it doesn't really protect anybody because whether you're vaccinated or not, you can still pass it along. So there's that. That's the part where it's like, who are we protecting? Who was it? AOC or somebody? Um, I think it was Kamala Harris came out and said, we're protecting the vaccinated. It's like, whoa, wait a minute. I thought the vaccinated were already protected and they were protecting. Uh, it's so confusing. This issue is so confusing. If you really try and bring some logic to it and you're like, what? Yeah. Hmm. Michael, the attorney said, since the rule has not been released, she is advising employers who still have not required the vaccine to proceed with caution. That's that's a nice uh, hedge, isn't it? You know what? Whatever you do, proceed with caution. T take it easy. Don't make any rash decisions. But that is ultimately, that's kind of what I've been telling people is, hey, let's see what the next month brings, right? We've got like this October 18th deadline. Let's see what this next month brings. And because I'm feeling the pressure of, okay, can't do that if you're not vaccinated, can't do that, all right, not going to be able to go here, all right, I can live with that, oh, I can't go here either, probably can't get on a plane here pretty soon. Either all of this stuff is going to come together and it's all going to really happen, or we get to like 80% vaccination across the United States, or some metric across the world, and this thing just kind of I don't know. It becomes less of a massive push because you can only push a certain segment of the population towards some kind of mandate like this, right? I mean, there's going to be a percentage that are just going to go, yeah, you know what? Mm, not doing that. So proceed with caution. And that's, that's kind of what I'm talking about. But the, one of the main problems is is that if you're going to get the the two-shotter, the not the Johnson & Johnson, if you're going to get the two-shotter, in order to have time to get that second shot, you need to you know be doing, doing that first shot like now. I'm recording this on the 15th of September. So you've got this planning to do. Or how about the other scenario where you, know, you go right up to October 18th when you need to notify your employer, if you're an employee that has not been vaccinated, need to let them know, hey, yeah, here's my proof. And here's, and I did it. I, you know, I, I bent the knee and you know, <laughs> doesn't it feel like that? I think it does to a lot of people bending the knee. Um, so I think a lot of folks are going to wait until close to whatever deadlines are out there for them. And then maybe they get the one shot and then, you know, these drop dead deadlines, are, are they going to really fire this many people? 
Really? During a massive labor shortage? Are they just going to make examples of people? I don't know. That doesn't make a lot of sense, but neither does this mandate to me, right? So literally what we have right now is a paragraph talking point, paragraph talking point, and a six-point plan. So it's very uncertain what will be in it, she said. There are going to be a lot more questions than answers, at least right now. Employers today need to do only what's necessary for their own organization. Well, I mean, that's about all they really can do because it, it, it hasn't been broken down exactly what this looks like or the timeline or, you know, any of the exceptions. How about the, how about the religious exemptions? Most of those are just not being accepted, right? Just, just not being accepted and any exemptions. Um, I've read some of the criteria from King County as to what those, you know, what the the way that they will look at exemptions and they'll run them through. I mean, they're going deep. They're going hard because they don't they don't want to give anybody an exemption. the The whole thing is get vaxxed, get vaxxed, get vaxxed. Right? I mean, that's that's what they're pushing, for better or for worse, for longer or for shorter. Court challenges to the order have already been promised, and Michael said OSHA rules have been struck down in the past. All right. This one seems like a big one. This one's a big directive. Federal, right? It's a federal level. Anybody over 100 employees, and I've got my own brokers coming up, and you know they don't necessarily understand, even though they sign an independent contractor, I've got 100, and I don't know, is it 10 or 15 brokers somewhere in there? But they're all independent contractors, so I do not have 110 or 115 employer employees. I've got independent contractors, so that company literally has zero employees because they work for Reynolds and Klein instead, just payroll thing, and that's how we've kind of worked it. And so, you know, I've got brokers asking me, "Hey, we got a lot of brokers here. Are you going to make us all get mandated, you know, vaccined?" And I'm like, no, you guys are independent contractors, so we don't fall under that criteria. And then the Reynolds and Klein, we just don't have that many, you know, uh, employees from the traditional sense. And so, um, yeah, we don't have to go down that road. I don't know what I would do if I was being dictated that, hey, you got over 100, empl- 100 employees, Sean, in order to follow this rule, this federal rule. You're going to have to make sure each one of them is vaccinated. Whew, man, that is a tricky one, right? Here in Seattle, we've got an issue with the King County or uh, City of Seattle mandating police officers get vaccinated. You know, state troopers get vaccinated. And our mayor has come right out and said, yeah, I think that all the police officers are going to do the right thing. They're going to understand how important this is, and they're going to do the right thing. She was asked point blank, or mayor was asked point blank a number of times, do you think these police officers will be fired if they don't have the vaccination by a drop-dead deadline? And she did, she wouldn't commit either way. She wouldn't commit either way. So that leads me to believe, okay, a lot of this is just posturing, got these deadlines, but when push comes to shove... The number here in in Seattle is 200 police officers. And I've heard that from a number of random people and I've read it in the media. It's like, okay, we got somewhere around there that are maybe thinking about checking out or 
voluntarily being fired. You got if if you've got you know a number of years into any job, you've got built up sick time and you've got built up um, paid PTO, paid time off. PTO is that a new term? Because I don't remember that ever coming up. Maybe it's just because I've always been a you know eat what you kill industry, and I've never had paid time off. Paid time off is when you pay for your own vacation as a self-employed person, and uh, yeah, that's your you pay yourself for time off, and it's actually you're not getting paid; you're losing money because you're not working. But you know that's the way it goes, and so um, you know these police officers they're going to kind of coordinate, all right, I'm going to burn up all of this paid time off. I'm going to burn up all this sick leave, all this, you know, stuff. Are they doing that right now? I think I definitely think a handful of them are, whether it's 200. And will the city be willing to go that far that deep to say, ah, you're not vaccinated. This is such a big deal. We're going to fire you. And the mayor has not come right out and said, hey, we're going to fire him for sure. We're going to fire him for sure. So I don't know. I I mean, th- I mean, this is just kind of like, it's like one of those, all right, let's see what happens in a month. I mean, it's kind of one of those just crazy scenarios, right? It's one of those train wrecks where you're like, okay, this, this is, this is going to be interesting. Here it comes. All right. We're two weeks out. All right. We're one week out. Okay. We're here. We are. What's going to happen? I don't know. I don't know. It's pretty wild though mandated vaccines. What? Huh? All right. Only one has been upheld as legal. And we're talking about uh, OSHA rules. Only one has been upheld as legal back in 1978. So there's a big question, I think, about whether these standards are going to be upheld as legal. There will likely be an injunction. Other legal scholars say it will pass muster. Well, they always do. Um, How about, uh, well, let's just finish the sentence. Four states have had emergency temporary standards upheld, including Virginia, Michael said, citing permanent permanent workplace regulations. How about um, fearless President Joe Biden uh, basically coming out and saying, all right, here's what we're going to do. We're going to do an eviction moratorium. Now, I've got some of these legal scholars, they they tell me this is going to pass muster. There's always some guy who's going to say, you know, it's in his political realm to say, oh, this is good. This will be fine. And then the Supreme Court just kind of shuts it down. And you're like, okay, yeah, there's always somebody who says other legal scholars say it will pass muster. I don't know. I'm I'm definitely 50-50. I am so certain on this one that I'm 50-50. And that's because you just can't predict this stuff. You just can't. There's so much politics going into this, right? I mean, uh. however, the federal mandate order is a separate issue from whether an employer can require the vaccine as a term of employment on their own. It's a separate issue, right? You got that federal, and then you've got whether the employer can terminate the employee. So all of this stuff is being... You know, all of these uh, things, they're, they're being with the unions, they're being bargained, they're being negotiated, because it's like, all right, yeah, this definitely impacts our labor relation here, right? If, you, if you're going to try and fire a bunch of our people, because they're not getting vaccinated. <sighs> yeah, 
No court has held that vaccine mandates are illegal. So that tells you vaccine mandates are legal, Michael said. Now, if you want to make a decision today, why don't we just go ahead and vaccinate our employees? That's your decision. And understand the risks and benefits associated with that. Ah, That's one attorney's uh, position. So go ahead and vaccinate our employees See, this whole thing is it's like a company has control over the over their employees, it should be a personal decision. It's not your decision as the owner of the company. But you do need to like the the article says here, you do need to understand the risks and benefits associated with dictating to your employees, ah, y'all got to get vaxxed. Otherwise, you're you're done. You're out of here. Crazy. A small upstate New York hospital has made headlines after announcing they would halt delivering babies after some member of their labor and delivery team quit over a vaccine mandate. I mean, you're hearing stories like that everywhere, right? Um, Is it enough to make a dent? Probably not in just this overall movement. It's going to take some massive court order. It's going to take some injunction of some sort here. Yeah, it's going to need to have a lot of teeth because otherwise, these mandates, they're just going to keep going. Michael said workers have little recourse outside of quitting. So during a time when some companies face staffing shortages, some, how about most all? If you are in need of labor right now, unless you're in some really specialized field where there just happens to be an abundance of workers for whatever reason, which I haven't heard of any industry that really has that right now. Um, you're facing labor shortages. Employees know that they've got a lot of options as far as the workforce goes. This is probably one of those times in history where they've got as many options as any other time because of that whole shutting down the economy. Ah, you know, we thought the demand for all goods and services was just going to drop off the face of the earth. That didn't necessarily happen as far as the goods went. We actually demanded more goods because we're all hunkered down at home going, what can we buy? You know, people didn't want to go to stores. So they just went online and just went crazy. And so a lot of industries have been just caught flat footed, not having the manpower. I saw an article the other day that I think it was, um, I think it was Amazon was looking at hiring 115,000 workers worldwide. And they did, they did that about that same number last year before the holidays. You've got this massive influx of everything in the supply chain of all the consumer crap that we need during Christmas. Cause you know, we got to buy presents and have parties and gifts and just a bunch of stuff, right? Amazon's happy to comply. Hey, we'll, we'll, get, we'll still get you your stuff. You order it now. If you order in the next five hours, 39 minutes, 29 seconds, 28 seconds, 27, 26, you see that clock going and you're like, I, be, I better order. I, better, I, I, do, I don't want to have this come one day later. I need this in my life. I need this in my life. So Amazon's going to hire another 115,000 people to make your dreams come true. And they're going to make it happen. I mean, I can't believe that Amazon um, didn't just have, I, there wasn't stories about Amazon just not being able to deliver stuff on time. I, I know um, timelines were kicked out because a lot of times they couldn't get stuff, but you didn't hear of huge stories where Amazon committed to getting stuff and then they just flat couldn't. It's kind of crazy the way that they operate, right? So the real impact is potentially worker shortages, 
where people are deciding to just quit because they're refusing the vaccine, she said. So that's that's what I'm hearing. And that's what I'm kind of working through with a lot of people in my sphere. All right, you're not vaxxed. Um, and you need to be for your employment. What are you going to do? And I think a lot of folks, they're waiting until probably another month. And they're going to do the Johnson and Johnson, unless they're in an age demographic, or, you know, women versus men, you know, all those criteria, okay, this one's better for this one. And this one's better for this one. I don't really trust any of it. Because I don't think we've had enough time to analyze the results and kind of know exactly what's going on. I'm older, I'm 52, but I'm not obese. I kind of feel like my odds if I get it are pretty good. Could I get really sick and need to be, you know, ventilated? Could. I think anybody could. The odds of that are pretty slim. So the if I get it, I kind of feel like, okay, if I get it, I'm going to survive. I'm going to make it through. But if I had the vaccine, yeah, maybe that would be lessened. All right. Is that enough to make me want to go and get vaccinated? If I wasn't vaccinated, which I might be, but if I wasn't, um, <laughs> you know, what would I be doing? And I think a lot of folks are looking at the, the single shot, the Johnson & Johnson, and just because they want to see, buy some time until all this stuff kind of goes through, and we'll see what the end results are. Because like I said, with the whole eviction moratorium, yeah, that, that didn't really post up, did it? Hmm, no, that kind of got dropped. And then everybody, you haven't heard much about that, have you? Because that time kind of came and went. Now, these vaccine mandates, I think we're in a little different scenario here. Um, but again, time will tell. And these are just my thoughts. Again, I'm a real estate guy. So don't take my advice on what you should personally do. I'm kind of just giving you one more piece of what I see happening around me and the conversations I have. And I've literally got I've got a lot of young people that I work with, and a number of them are not vaccinated, and they're freaking out. I need this job. They've only been out of college a few years. I need this damn job. I don't like my job, but I need it to live. And you know, and you go down that road of, okay, well, so maybe this is the universe or whatever higher power you believe in, if you believe in that. Um, maybe this is the universe's way of telling you, this is time for a change. Yeah, maybe. Or you just buckle under and get the vaccine. That's that's another option. Or what I'm recommending is, let's wait and see. Let's wait and see. Because, um, you know, there's no benefit in really rushing in. Unless you've got a kind of job where your boss has just basically said, all right, if you don't have XYZ, like the article here said, is make decisions um, that, you know, you can live with as an employer, because we're not dictating yet what you're going to have to do. So the real the, the real impact is potentially worker shortages. And that's a lot of what I've heard from in the hospital systems is that, yes, they have a lack of ability to serve people that come in sick. But it's not because they don't have enough beds. They have plenty of beds available. They don't have the nurses to man them. You got a labor shortage. You got a labor shortage. It's crazy. And it, it's, it's 
just about every single industry. But industries that have been particularly hard hit during the pandemic are hurting even more, right? Like the police. That's the perfect example. You've already had, I mean, I see anywhere from between 200 and 300 officers since 2019 or 2020 that have quit here in Seattle. Can we really afford, and we know that we're short on numbers and we're, we know that we're short on cops here in Seattle particularly, and especially with the federal decree, I mean, the oversight, you know, decree, I, you guys don't have enough cops. This decree is never going to go away at the rate you guys are going. You're never going to get all this stuff squared away. So what are we even doing? That's what the judge said last time that the committee or whatever met on how's Seattle police doing? Well, not that great. All right. So wrapping up here, OSHA has not announced a timeline for when the vaccine rules will be published. That's, that's handy. That's comforting. When does this need to, when, when are we going to be able to figure out the rest of our working careers at this particular company? Uh, not really sure. So and it's going to take a little bit, but we'll know soon. Yeah, we'll know soon. This whole thing to me has just been like, what? We're doing what? Why? Huh. I ask so many questions and get so few answers. Oh, just, just, just do it for the better, kind, better of mankind. Uh, hmm, okay. Well, hmm, that's, that's your theory. Maybe not everybody's theory. Maybe that's why you tuned in to the Seattle Real Estate Podcast. I don't know. Thanks for being here. I will definitely keep you updated on this one. This is a topic that's ongoing. And why are we, why are we talking about this on a real estate podcast? This has to do with employment. Employment's a big driver of demand in real estate. How about that? Okay. How about that for a little econ 101? Did I, did I say it right? I think so. Pretty basic. Thanks so much for being here. Thanks so much for being part of Seattle Real Estate Podcast. Love to have you subscribe. If you so see fit, hit that notification bell because we're releasing two videos a day, two podcasts a day, Monday through Friday, one on Saturday, one on Sunday. It's just what we're doing. All right. Thanks again. Till next time. Stay safe. We'll see you soon. to subscribe to our channel and hit the notification bell so you'll know when our next video is out.